I love the 203k program for people buying in areas that are up and coming because it has the lowest down payment. So it's the least amount of cash out. So I love that program for a buyer looking to move into something with a low down payment. Before we get into it, I want to introduce you to Groundbreaker, today's sponsor and partner. They are an all-in-one suite of tools for small to medium-sized real estate syndicators. They've got a special focus on real estate syndicators with 1 million to 100 million assets under management. They help you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Groundbreaker will help you scale your business without the need to scale your overhead. So they're gonna help reduce your costs because of the admin team that won't need to be as large. And they're gonna help you reduce your risk of data breach because of the security systems that they have in place. They'll help you increase your revenue by growing your assets under management because you're gonna be allowed to focus on the things that are most important like business growth and operations not those administrative logistics. And ultimately, they're gonna help you elevate your company's brand and professionalism and investor experience because your investors are going to enjoy having this platform with all their information versus however you're currently doing it. Three things specifically about Groundbreaker I personally like. One, super easy to use from an investor standpoint and from a general partner standpoint. Two, it allows investors and general partners to fund electronically, meaning that a limited partner can complete their entire subscription and funding cycle without leaving the platform. And on the general partnership side, for distributions, you can set it up so that you can trigger bulk ACH payments within the platform. And then the last thing I really like about Groundbreaker is it's, well, it's cost effective. It's healthy to the bottom line. Their basic plan allows sponsors to sign up for as little as $100 per month with no limits on deals or investors. And you can read all about the pricing on their website. Speaking of their website, it is groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe, J-O-E. And when you go there, groundbreaker.co forward slash J-O-E, you're going to get access to a pitch deck that the Groundbreaker team created so that you have a template should you want to use that and customize it for your own deal. So go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Best ever listeners, today's guest is being interviewed by Theo Hicks. You know, Theo, he's with us every Friday on Follow Along Friday. You're going to get a lot of value from this conversation. So with that being said, let's get going. Hello, best ever listeners, and (laughs) welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Theo Hicks today, and today we'll be speaking with Christine DePape. Christine, how are you doing today? Great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us and looking forward to talking about mortgages today. So she is the Renovation Loan Division Manager, VP of Mortgage Lending at Guaranteed Rate from Chicago, Illinois. He's been actively involved in the mortgage industry since 1996. And over the course of her 20 plus year career, she has originated all types of loans, conventional Fannie Mae Homestyle Renovation, FHA, FHA 203K, VA, VA Renovation, Commercial, Jumbo, New Construction, and Jumbo Renovation. She has been noted by the Scottman Guide in the top 20 FHA volume originators for four years consecutively 
as well as a member of Guaranteed Rights President Club for seven years in a row. And you can learn more about her at rate.com slash Christine DePape. So we'll have a link to that in the show notes. So Christine, do you mind giving us a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on today? Yeah, thanks for asking. So really today we focus on a lot of renovation, new construction, helping buyers get into properties with a little bit lower down payment for investing. And by doing that, we're trying to help people that don't have as much capital as some of the major investors get into properties and start their portfolio. So I'm familiar with the two or three K renovation loans on the residential properties. What types of opportunities are there for the five plus properties when it comes to getting a renovation loan? On the five plus properties, I refer those out to my partner and we can do up to, I think, 30 units. So if you're buying commercial property, they will be able to help renovate the individual units. So we have to look at the total of purchase price plus what they're looking for on the renovations to come together with, will it work, future value. There's a lot that goes into it, but we can do up to 30 units. It's private money, so it's going to be a lot different than the FHA loan or the Homestyle Renovation Loan, but we will definitely have an outlet for any of the listeners who have questions on that. Okay, so you specialize in the residential renovation loans. Right, I specialize in the residential. What we're trying to do is obviously help investors who want to buy properties. We have it available for long-term holds, or we kind of use our FHA program. Those are owner-occupied, but the caveat is that FHA only requires you to live in them one year. So what we're seeing is by educating the buyers, they can get into a four-unit property with 3.5% down, which is very low for a four-unit, as long as they live there for a year. And after they live there for a year, they're not required to stay in the property. They can then rent out the unit they lived in and have a cash flowing property. And again, with three and a half percent down, it opens up a lot to people who otherwise would not be able to do this. Because on your conventional four unit, you're looking at 20 to 25% down. And most buyers don't have that who are trying to start their portfolio. So if I do a FHA 203k loan on a property, I live in it for a year, I move out and I want to use it as a rental property. If I want to do another two or three K FHA owner occupied loan, can I just do that without doing anything to my existing loan? Or is there something I need to do first well, before going yeah. into a new one? So FHA only allows you to have one FHA loan in your lifetime, unless there's expanding family or a job transfer. So you can't continue to use the program like that. I have had in the past, if there's an equity pickup over a couple of years, they can refinance into a conventional program. And then let's say a couple of years later, they want to try to do an FHA again, that is allowed, but it's not going to be consistently allowed in terms of just keep churning more. So if you want to do another property, you'd have to do a different program, probably conventional, but that requires a higher down payment. Is there a rule of thumb for how many times you could rinse and repeat the FHA loan? Is it two? Is it three? Well, FHA only allows one FHA loan as a client. So as a borrower, you can only have one encumbered FHA loan. So really for the investment, if you're buying it and you're living there for a year, you can only do that once with the FHA program because it's such a low down payment. It's three and a half percent down. So they don't allow multiple turns, meaning you can't keep doing it every year. So you can do one to start. And then if you want to do another property, 
with a renovation program, you'd have to do our conventional, and that requires a larger down payment. So we okay. would talk with the clients to see if that would fit their needs if they wanted to do another one, but it would be a larger down payment. Okay, so just confirm, I can do one, even if I refinance my existing FHA loan into a conventional loan, I still can't do another one. I have to go conventional. No, if we are able to do that, then yes, you can't. As long as you are out of the FHA loan, which I have done for clients, got them into a conventional, and then they've used the FHA program again. If we get you out of the FHA loan, then you can go ahead and do another one. That is correct. Okay, so you can have one FHA loan at a time, basically. Correct, yep. Okay, so if you get FHA loan and you refinance that property or you sell that property and you get rid of that FHA loan, then you can technically- do Then you again. can do another one. Correct, yes. Okay. Yes. So- And on the FHA 203K, they also allow for mixed use, which is very unique because most mixed use is considered commercial. So when I say mixed use, I'm not talking anything greater than four units. I'm talking four units or under. So if you have like a storefront that say houses an insurance office, and then you have two or three residences above, as long as you're buying the property and you live there for a year, then you can put three and a half percent down on that mixed use property, which is very, very low for a mixed use property. Mm-hmm. And you need to live there a year. You can either do move in ready, like if the property doesn't need work, that's fine. We can still use it on my FHA program at three and a half percent down. But if the residences above need updating, you can use our renovation money only on the residential units to fix them up and gain more rental cash flow. And you need to live there a year. And again, after a year, you can move out and then you have a cash flowing property. So the key is just trying to help people who are willing to move into a property for a year with a super low down payment start to build their portfolio of property. Yeah, this is exactly how I got into investing. I didn't do the two or three K loans. I didn't know by at the time. So I paid for innovations out of pocket, but I did do the FHA loan 3.5% down and got into a duplex and lived there for a year and then ended up selling the property. So what are the major differences besides obviously the renovation aspect of it between just the standard FHA loan and the two or three K loan? Is it just doing renovations? I get the two or three K loan. If I'm not, I'm doing FHA. Are there any differences in the rates, amortization, anything like that? So the FHA regular is for single family up to four unit, as well as the mixed use. They don't do investment properties, second homes or anything like that. It's only primary residence. And there is a difference in the rate on the construction, which is the 203K. Because of the risk, there's gonna be about a 1% difference. So if the current FHA rate is at 3% on a move-in ready property, we're probably at 4% on construction. And again, it's just due to the inherent risk of construction. They have a build-in. But when it's done, we can always do a streamlined refi. It's called the streamlined FHA refi. And we can get a lower rate in payment if the market indicates that. It's market rate at the time the construction is done. Okay. And another question I had is something that I've always been confused about. So maybe you can clear this up. PMI. If I get an FHA loan, will I have PMI forever or will it eventually go away? That's a great question. FHA changed their guideline on that. I don't know the exact year or month, but it was the past couple of years. FHA now, PMI will never go away unless you put 10% down. Now, remember, the minimum requirement is only 3.5%, and that's what most people are doing. But in the cases where someone's like, well, I want to put 10% down, the MI stays on the property for 11 years, and then it's automatically canceled. But if you do not put 10% down, it's on forever, and that's not a good thing. 
So those are definitely loans that we're always reviewing two, three years out to see if they've picked up enough equity to get them out of an FHA loan to get rid of the PMI because it is on for the life of the loan. That's only new in the past couple of years. Prior to that, the PMI always fell off around year 11 automatically. So that is definitely a change in the FHA program. So even if I put 3.5% down and then in 11 years, I have 10% equity, I still have to pay the PMI. That's correct. And PMI falls off with 20% equity on conventional loans, and they used to on FHA. But FHA now has it, it's for the life of the loan. Okay. So typically, for a typical client who does the FHA loan, lives in it for a year, keeps it, rents it out, what's the next loan that you recommend giving them? And then let's do two scenarios. One where it's going to be a more turnkey property than one where it's going to be a property that requires renovations. And we'll keep it to one to four or mixed use. Normally, if you're going to use FHA and you want to do a long-term hold, I recommend doing the three or four unit. You want to get the most property you can. After that, if we can't refinance them out, which normally we can't that soon, it's not going to have enough equity to go into a conventional loan. I would say most of my clients then had to the two unit conventional program because on the two unit conventional, you can put down 15% and that's either for move in ready or renovation. So that would be the next step. They don't normally go back to a three or four because it steps up to 20, 25% down and that can be a little bit too much, but some people are willing to do the two unit and that's a 15% down. And then for that, since it's conventional, so the PMI will fall off after 20%. Yeah, and the conventional, so if you go into that at 15% and have MI, the PMI will go away. I think it's a minimum of five years, and then you just put in for the PMI to be eliminated. So will you order an appraisal to determine the value of the property at that point? No, if they're in a very low rate and they don't want to refinance, they call the servicer direct and say, hey, I'd like to have my property reevaluated, and the company will do a reevaluation to see if they can get rid of the PMI for them. Okay, Christine, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? I love the 203k program for people buying in areas that are up and coming because it has the lowest down payment. So it's the least amount of cash out. So I love that program for a buyer looking to move into something with a low down payment. That's when I meet with people, a lot of times they don't have the capital, but they understand how important it is to invest in real estate. So we just educate them about the program and how buying in maybe an up-and-coming area, you can gain a lot of equity. They're not for established high-end areas because you're trying to get into an area that is just up-and-coming with the slowdown payment. And FHA has lower loan limits, so we also have to watch that depending on the areas. Now, some areas have much higher loan limits, so we always have to go by the county. So that's another thing I do want to point out. The county dictates what we can do for each borrower. So in the borrower's call, because I'm licensed in 42 states, I first have to identify, okay, what county are you looking in? And then I help them understand the loan limits that they're going to be using so they can buy their property. But if you were to say best advice, I would say four unit or three unit and use the low down payment that's available. Alrighty. Are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. First, a quick word from our sponsor. Groundbreaker helps you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. That's groundbreaker.co 
forward slash Joe to get a free deal pitch deck template. Want to build mental fortitude, improve health, and grow wealth? Well, yeah, of course, right? We all do. Well, check out the Jason and Peely Project, where Jason and Peely explore the lessons of growing businesses, keeping healthy, and running long distances, all while creating a fulfilling life. Find the Jason and Peely Project on all your podcast platforms, and Peely is P-I-L-I. Okay, what is the best ever book you've recently read? Best ever book I've recently read. You stumped me on that one. Let me take a pass on that one. Let's go to the next question. How about best ever resource you use to stay up to date on your area of expertise? We just do a lot of internal training at my company. We have a lot of educational within our company. So I take a ton of training, especially recently. I took a lot of VA training because we have VA renovation. So I really needed to get in tune with that whole process. So just internal training. I'm always reading what's going on and training myself. I train other people. So it's more about just, I'm always reading what's going on in the industry, what changes, what things are happening, especially like we just talked about FHA. For years and years and years, PMI went away and then boom, FHA makes a change. So I have to keep up on that and the guidelines. So typically ask if your business were to collapse today, what would you do next? I'm going to change it up a little bit and say, if for some reason (laughs) the FHA program just went away tomorrow, what would you do next? I always try to stay with niche products. They have reverse mortgages out there. Commercial, I love. Jumbo renovation, I love. So I'm really in tune with everything different. I think there's a lot of value when you understand just not the everyday mortgage. I do, the everyday mortgage. But it's really great to specialize in something. It just brings a lot of people to you because of the specialty. Okay, and the next question I'm going to change up a little bit too, and this may apply to you, but based off your experience... (laughs) What's the main mistake that investors make that result in their FHA or FHA 203k loan getting foreclosed on? That is a great question. What I see is when people call me, they don't even realize they shouldn't do it. So one thing I look at is the total loan application. So recently, I'll give an example. A woman had never purchased a home and she was in, I would say her mid 50s. And she was very honest. She's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I don't have a lot of money. So that right there concerned me because she wanted to buy a four unit major gut rehab. And when I say that, we're talking property was maybe 150 and she was looking to do 250 worth of work. Without a lot of reserves, it's a little nerve wracking because a reconstruction of that property is probably anywhere from six to 10 months. And we can only finance six payments. So my concern was she was going to use every resource she had and her assets to put down on the property. And when the six months ran out, she'd have to make this mortgage payment. So after talking to her and explaining about that, she would have been a prime person that I think some loan officers maybe would not have really done the kind of diligence and education I did. And we both realized it wasn't the right move. I'm like, this may not go well, and they will take your home. They definitely will foreclose if you can't move forward with your payments. So she bought a move in ready where there's no time frame to not have your rent being paid. I think that's the one thing on these four units that people understand. The first six months, no one's going to live there on most of these rehabs. Now, some are just cosmetic and we can get them done in three to four months if they're just going to do kitchens and bathrooms. But some, they're doing everything, new plumbing, new electric, kind of making it an effectively new home. The cosmetic ones are easier. The gut rehabs were definitely not in the home for six months. So it's definitely important that they have a little bit of capital. The low down payment's great, but they should have a little bit of reserves. They require that on FHA, three months reserves. 
and then we try to roll in payments. So where things can go wrong is when they don't realize, they think, unfortunately, with HGTV and all these rehab shows, I can do a whole rehab in 30 days. And that's fake. It's not really reality. What is the best ever way you like to give back? Oh, I love to give back to the community. We do a lot with Guaranteed Rate. We have a foundation and we give back to the community. We all contribute. We all help. I do a lot of work in my community as well. That's just something I've always done. I definitely have a heart for kids and we do a lot with women's shelters and helping women with children that need to start over. So we give back in those ways. And then lastly, what is the best ever place to reach you? Well, my office phone goes to my cell phone because I don't ever like to miss a call. I basically work and am available every day, especially weekends and nights because you're seeing a trend in the workplace where people are more in open pod environments and everybody can hear each other. So people don't really like to talk when they're at work. So I make it a point to always be available at nights and weekends where they're more comfortable talking about their finances. Mm -hmm. I'm at 773-848-4144. Well, best of listeners, definitely take advantage of that. You cover 42 different states. So it's most likely that she's in the state that you're at. So if you're looking to get into real estate with the FHA or the FHA 203K loan, definitely take advantage of that. All right, Christine, great content. I really enjoyed our conversation. This brings me back to when I was looking at my first property. So very nostalgic. <laughs> so just quickly go over what we talked about. So there are renovation loans for five plus units. You will refer people to someone who works with units up to 30 and it's private money. So it's obviously gonna be a little bit different, but your focus is on the FHA loan. So we've got the FHA loan is gonna be owner occupied. You have to live in there for one year. The major advantage is a 3.5% down payment. And a good strategy would be to buy it, live in it for a year, move out and then rent it out. If you're capable at some point of refinancing it or selling the deal, then you can use the FHA loan again, but you're allowed to have one at a time. Well, we also have the homestyle. We haven't touched on that a little bit. I did want to bring that up because our homestyle renovation program is for long-term hold rental properties. And it's for single family, townhome, condo. We don't do multi-units. But what we're using that for are investors who buy a house and just want to do some cosmetic updating to increase the rents, and they don't want to use their own funds. So that program's 20% down. But if you're buying a house, for example, for 300000 and you just want to update it to get a higher rental rate, you can get our money, fifty to 70000 to update it. And then they're holding them to not pay capital gains for a couple of years, and either they'll flip them or they will retain them. But those are for investors they don't have to live there. It's 20% down, but we'll give them the money to do the renovation. So if they're buying for 300, doing 75 of repair, we use that as a 375 start point. They give me 20% and I give them back 75,000 to do the cosmetic updates. So that's been a great program as well for some of my actual true investors who do long-term holds. Okay, and that's the home style renovation loan. That's correct. It's also available for owner-occupied multi-units, but those are larger down payments. So I just fit the needs to whatever the buyers are trying to do. Basically, it's a phone conversation to see what they're trying to do. How's their credit? That's another thing I work on is a lot of people do not have any idea how to help their credit scores or what they're doing wrong or what's affecting it. And we have a software that will help with the indicated scores. If there's something wrong that I can identify, it's very easy for us to help get everyone ready to purchase, get their credit corrected, et cetera. So I think it's a totality of everything. 
you can be very good at mortgages, but it's the whole package, like reviewing the file, finding out their goals and strategies, reviewing the credit, what can we do to make their credit score better. You want a 760 credit score, that's really what you want nowadays. That gets you the best rate and programs available. So that's what everyone's goal should be. Hopefully everybody's using Credit Karma because that's a great app to monitor your score. Perfect, everyone make sure they get that Credit Karma, I'll check that out as well. So we also talked about the major difference between the FHA and the 23K loan, besides obviously the renovation portion of it is the 1%-ish difference in the interest rate. We also talked about PMI and how that has recently changed. And now yeah. the PMI will never go away unless you put down 10% upfront for your FHA loan. And after 11 years, it will be canceled. And then after FHA, some of your options would be to get a conventional loan. And you mentioned the two unit conventional program that allows you to put down 15% and that's a move in ready or renovation loan. And then I believe that the PMI expires on that after five years, correct? Yeah, on the 15% down, that's correct. Okay, then we talked about the process as you call whoever's servicing your loan and ask them to have the property reevaluated to see if you've reached the equity limit. Your best ever advice was to use the 203K loan program in an up and coming area because it is the least amount of cash out of pocket. And then you talked about how there are going to be some loan limits based off whatever county you lived in. And then during the lightning round, you talked about one of the biggest mistakes you see people make with these types of programs that result in them either getting the property taken away or if you stop them, they would have gotten the property taken away. And that is them just falling into the HGTV trap of thinking that everything can be done in half an hour <laughs> of, uh, yeah. of, of air time. We also talked about the reserves that are needed and they only give out six payments and things like that. So again, Christine, really appreciate it. Lots of great information about these loan programs. This is a very good episode for people who are wanting to get into real estate and don't necessarily know how. So thank you for joining us. Best of the listeners. Thank you as always for listening. Have a best of your day and we'll talk to you tomorrow.